Go to College, They Said, a podcast hosted by Get Involved NC, your center for student engagement and leadership at Niagara College. We're here for students who are looking to make the most out of their time in college, enhance their experience, make connections, and gain a competitive edge. This is an all-access pass for students to listen, learn, and start to lead with their best professional foot forward. So go to college, they said. It'll be fun, they said. Okay, welcome back to Go to College, They Said podcast. It is Sarah here, and I have my co-host, Misha. Thank you for joining me, and our special guest that we have, Madison Garrett, of an alumni, but also an NC staff, but not your typical to what our students might know about um, in our community employment services section. So we'll get into kind of what you do on the staff side, but first let's get to know you a bit. Thank you for coming on to the podcast. Thank you for having me. And yeah, so tell them a bit about who you are, like what is your education, because you are a two-time I am a two-time grad, and I actually had a little bit of an interesting transition myself, um, which is great considering we'll, we'll talk a little bit about assessments and things later, but I actually graduated originally from the broadcasting program. I went the film production oh, route. Um, yeah, so I graduated from that program in 2014, and then I moved to Toronto, and I was there for almost a year, kind of working in the industry, kind of on like the business side of things. And then I kind of realized it just, it wasn't a great environment for me. I actually didn't like the career path itself. I just enjoyed, Mm -hmm. I enjoyed doing it. I enjoyed the film production life and I enjoyed the the business side of it, but career wise, it just wasn't a good fit. So I ended up coming back to Niagara and doing the one-year post-grad in HR management, at which point I got the opportunity to do an internship and I did my internship with Community Employment Services. Um, It was Employment and Training Solutions at the time, but Community Employment Services now. And I have been there almost ever since. I was out for about a year working in the HR field as well, but I've been back for about two years now. Nice. So what is your title there now? Right now, I'm office assistant and I do social media as well. Typically, what I do is I actually take clients on a walk-in basis, which we're obviously not doing right now. But typically, I would take clients on a walk-in basis kind of anytime they just happen to pop in. They would meet with me before they would meet with the advisors. And I would just kind of figure out what they were looking for and which one of our employment advisors would be a good fit for them, like based on their needs. Awesome. I know it's so different now than it was in person. Yeah. Yeah. The in-person thing is, is a little bit tricky, but now instead we have so many, so many like workshops and webinars and things like that. So since I'm obviously not seeing clients right now, I am actually just kind of doing the co-hosting and setting up like facilitation for the workshops that we have. Oh, that's also nice that you get to kind of branch out and do different things too. It's like a little bit of park of quarantine. Yes, it definitely was a bit of a transition uh, and kind of that learning how to stay organized at home piece as well since that's oh a big my gosh, part of so true. all those workshops happens. Yeah, just yeah. kind of we find um, with Zoom and everything too, right? Like we have one account and we've got so many workshops happening. It needs to stay very kind of, we need to know who's on the account at what time and what's happening. So been a lot of just kind of keeping that stuff organized. Yeah, I think a lot of people are going through with some stuff too, but you guys are doing a great job online. I know our office is taking advantage of some of the workshops that you guys are bumping out. I want to get into some NC moments because we love to chat with alumni a bit about what led them to NC, their favorite moments, any advice they have. So what did lead you to at least 
yeah, you kind of touched on your second, like your return back to NC, but what initially sparked that interest in the first program that you took at Niagara College? Well, I, um, I'm local, so I'm from Niagara. I went to Sir Winston Churchill, actually. So there was a very big, we had like a live studio and things like that. I, w I called myself a studio dweller. I, I was in <laughs> the studio, I was shooting stuff, I was editing, like I was very, very into ComTech. Did my specialist high school major in ComTech in high school as well. And I knew Niagara College had a really, really good broadcasting program. And I wanted to stay local. I really wanted to stay close to my family. So it just kind of seemed like a good fit, right? It kind of, it gave me everything that I wanted. It kept me close to home. And it also gave me the, exactly the program that I was interested in going into at the time. And then I loved my experience at the college, obviously. So I, when I wanted to go back to school, I, I wanted to come back to Niagara College. Yeah, kind of like oh, no brainer. We always touch on like the community and the atmosphere that we, because we're both alumni. Yeah. We Perfect. love it. And it's, even though you kind of took two different, very different areas, like we always say that unique combination of education is what kind of leads you to your dream job because you've kind of gone through it all and you know exactly what you want to do to come out of it. So that's awesome. It was definitely interesting because I feel like even though I didn't end up staying like in that field that I first went to school in, I learned so much about myself during the program that I, I would never have ended up where I am now if I hadn't done that in the first place. So even though I went through a little bit of a transition there, I, it was a great experience either yeah. way. Well, that's awesome. What is your favorite NC memory? And it could be uh, either like if you're, if it was a student memory or when like during your time now as staff. Well, as a staff member, I love support staff day. I was so I sad this year when it pops up in my you know, Facebook memories that, that we don't have support staff day this year. Cause I, I love that kind it's of so community. True. We get to do those kind of things. All the like professional development we get to do at the college. I, I love it. I'll talk about professional development more, I'm sure. As far as like when I was a student, actually, I with my film production program, there was literally so many really, really cool things that I got to do. I know we had one research project where we had to actually do like interviews with people that were in the industry. And I did my project on adaptation. So like book to screen. So I actually got to go out and like interview people that were working in the industry doing those kind of projects. So I did an interview with like one of the assistant directors on The Time Traveler's Wife, which was shot oh Toronto partially. So and cool. I was obsessed with that movie, so I was like so excited to talk to this guy. Um, and then like a few like actors and things like that, actors that have been in like Supernatural. Um, the one actor so I talked cool. to was named Harry actually specifically, that was the one I was talking to him about. Um, that was a really, really cool thing that I got to do. And I actually got to travel to California when I was in third year, because our third year film project was a documentary and we were allowed to travel for it at the time. So me and some crew members all flew out to California for 10 days and shot a documentary on downhill longboarding, which was That's super, so super cool. That is yeah. so cool. I know, I feel like that area of students, like they're so creative and you can tell the Welling campus like it's just yeah they have so many different ideas and yeah I know more about in the individual programs what they were doing because they're probably so passionate about it and they're like we got to shoot uh, commercials and things too like commercials that ended up for like for the college on CHCH and, and like projects like that that were super super involved like with the marketing of the college and we had film festivals and everything and it was, it was a very 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 fun program to be in like overall. That's like the one thing that I feel like so exciting about going to NC is that like you can directly see some of the impact like you make when you're there even as a staff like you worked on a project and then you got to see it in a, a capacity life. where you're like yeah like this is like what I want to do with my life and I get to see it out in the real world and other people get to see what I've worked so hard on and I love 
said about NC, even with like the photography program, how they always have um, the showcase of the photography taken over the year. Like I just, NC loves to celebrate their students. And as alumni, like we really get to see that and feel that. And then as staff, we get to do that for them as well, which is so awesome. So I'm so glad that that was one of your, well, I mean, you had lots of great moments, but that's so awesome. Yeah, those are really good ones. The sidewalk surfing was the documentary title that that project just stands out for me. I talk about it all the time still. That's so cool. So if you could go back, is there anything that you would do differently? As a student, I think the first time around, like I'm a fairly shy person, I would say. So getting involved, it was always a little bit of a struggle for me. I did a little bit better when I came back the second time around. I was a little bit more confident. So I got involved in the HR at NC group. But previously to that, I definitely kind of kept to myself a little bit. So I think going back, I would definitely try to get a little bit more involved in like the kind of community stuff that the college does like yeah. for the students and the different groups and things like that and then there's also a lot of services that I think as a student I wasn't really aware of until until like much later like services on campus like the career yeah. services for people mm-hmm. or like the counseling services tutors and all that kind of stuff like I had no idea at the time that they were there and I think knowing that would have helped a lot especially when because it gets hard sometimes you get really stressed out you have a lot of projects to do all at the same time so it's nice to know that there are those support systems there and I think next if I were to like kind of go go back in time and do it again I would try and take advantage of those services a little bit more. Madison you checked all the boxes getting involved using the services like that's like the perfect (laughs) yeah and I feel like we I always feel like we sound like a broken record saying to students like get involved, make sure you do this, peer tutoring, counseling, and career services, get your resume checked, our, our job coaches. And so to us, we feel like, oh, we're like, it's validation. <laughs> again, but it's so good to hear that you're like, I wish I knew about this. So it, it makes, I feel like it makes us feel better. Yeah. I can do like backstory a little bit about like why I feel like that too. Because when I, when I graduated from my film production program, I was working, it's a little bit of a difficult industry, right? So I was working for someone I wasn't getting paid and I, I wanted mm. to be getting paid. I wanted to work there. Yeah. So I contacted finally after months and months, months, I contacted career services and ended up getting in contact with one of the job developers at the employment center at, at you know, um, community employment services. And that was when I found out that we had all these like resources through the college and, and programs that are available to help encourage employers to hire new grads. So I had no idea any of these existed, but that was kind of how I ended up getting connected with community employment services in the first place is because I actually had to find out that we had these services available and meeting Karen Martin, who's the job developer that I met originally. I just kind of stayed in contact with her as far as going back to school and doing the HR program. And I networked my way into, into the position with them. Um, But I I had no idea that those funds existed. And especially for programs, let's say like film production or like something that's a little bit harder to break into the industry or break into the yield a bit. It was good to learn that those services exist to help you find work after you graduate. That's like a a full circle moment, eh? Like you you went to them for help and then you ended up being the person who helps other people um, at that same place. So that's so awesome. Definitely exactly full circle. I know aside from your kind of in hindsight thinking you would get more involved, is there any other advice you would give to students? And this is gonna, this is a little bit, a little bit similar change so I feel like a lot of people come into post-secondary thinking they know exactly what they want to do 
And sometimes it's a little difficult to sway from that. And even for me, like, I, I can't necessarily say that I knew when I was in my three-year film production, like in that broadcasting program, I didn't know that it wasn't going to work out necessarily. But some people do. Some people end up like halfway through a program and then they decide that maybe it wasn't exactly what they thought it was going to be yeah. or something mm -hmm. changed in their personal life. So I think there's definitely a benefit to making sure, like, let's say you figure out mid-semester that you don't know if the program's a good fit or, like, the career direction you're looking at is not a good fit. Finishing out the semester, I would always think is, like, super, super important to do because those credits can transfer into other things. And from there, once you finish the semester and you're still kind of unsure about what direction you want to go, like, be okay with changing your, your program. I've talked to the, call, like, the advisors and stuff at the college to actually give you that academic kind of, like, direction that you might need help with. And it's very, very easy to change that direction. So you don't necessarily need to feel like there's, it's the end-all, be-all if you go into something and decide it's not a good fit. Yeah, I think that's... Yeah, that's to change. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like you with what you're saying like finish the semester like see it through and then not even saying you have to complete the whole program just get those credits that you've already put the work into and it it kind of helps you not lose that like motivation if you're stuck in like you're stuck in a program and if you've gone into that program thinking that that's what you wanted to do and now you're realizing that that's not what you wanted to do, like that's still a win now you know where you want to be or the direction you want to go into kind of trying to find like the positive route and like still take away important things from your experiences. But again, yeah, knowing to like go see your advisor and that there's people along the way so you don't mm -hmm. feel stuck. I think that's really, really important. And even if you do see out, see the program out through, like you finished your broadcasting, tested it out and then came back. That's exactly what the beauty of, I think, post-grad programs are, especially at NC, having taken one myself, like it's so nice that you can kind of go into it with I don't want to say like I'm more mature, but since you've done post-secondary already, you are a little more confident in yourself and what you want and what you kind of put into yeah. it. Well, and it's true. Sometimes you don't realize until you start working, like where, like, like you might be, like you could have been passionate about field production, but it wasn't where you wanted to end up career-wise. And you don't know that until you go out there and you do it and you're like, yeah, actually it's not or you get thrown into something into work that makes you kind of change your mind about where you want to end up because that's that's completely what happened to me. I thought I was going to go into science and go and be a doctor and everything and I knew I wasn't enjoying it, but I ended up working and be, doing bookkeeping which ended up putting me in the business kind of way yeah. and you just don't you never know what influences are going to come into your life that completely like you think you're on this path and it's going to take you way out in left field and you just you said like embrace those changes and just kind of go go with it and just see you never know where it's going to end end up and and where your life's going to lead you it's awesome yeah so I want to dive into a conversation a bit about assessment and I know that might not even be clear to what that is if you're listening to this but to explain kind of what caught my eye in what you do is you guys have posted on your Instagram which is Niagara College CES and you posted about do you know your personality type and this is kind of like that personal development that you said you love talking about. And whenever I talk, so I run the leadership program at the college. And anytime I talk to students, the, the number one thing they want to work on or improve or build and develop is, they say, professional development. And I'm like, okay, what, like, what do you want to do? Because I think 
they know that they need personal and professional development, but what that is, they're not always sure. So I loved that this is kind of diving into like your self-awareness and knowing your personality type is huge in personal and professional development so that you can know how you react in situations. So that's how you guys kind of caught my attention in doing that. And I think that is something that is so important to students and that what they may not know until after graduation, once they've gone through their post-secondary and they're on that search for, the, for their dream job, um, knowing that they can go to you and do these assessments. So kind yes, of tell us like the difference different assessments offered and kind of what it is. So we typically have four different assessments we do. So we do the work personality index, um, personality dimensions, or some people know it as colors, um, strong interest inventory, and then the Myers-Briggs type indicator, which is the one you would have seen me post about. That's one of the personality assessments that we do. Um, so they all are a little bit different and we would always kind of suggest different ones based on, you know, what your kind of current situation is. But I, I like assessments a lot because they're very, very good for self-awareness. Sometimes like with the career assessments, it's not necessarily going to be perfect. Like you're not, it's not going to say this is exactly the career you need to be in that's going to make you the happiest individual in the world. But they do help give you like a little bit of direction. And, and it, they do vary a little bit. Like obviously when I was in high school and you do assessments, like let's say like career cruising or something like that, right? Because a lot of kids do that yes. in high school. They'll tell you something a little bit different than than it does now um, but with personality assessments they're very they're very standardized so I can do the assessment now and I can do the assessment a year from now and I'm probably going to get almost exactly the same result every time and for me my assessments typically say that I'd work really good in an office environment that I'd work really good in HR or like social services things like that writing um, and they would probably say that my uh, levels of interest in uh, sciences and stuff, for example, is going to be on, on the slightly lower side, um, which is entirely true. So I think depending on what assessment you're going to be taking and depending on where you are in your kind of career search, but they're, they're just very, very good for being aware of yourself and aware of other people as well and how other people may react to situations a little bit differently than you. What's the most popular one or is there a popular one if a graduate comes to you and it's like, I want to or how do you even recommend it? Like, how does it come up? Do people know to go to you to say, I want an assessment done? Not necessarily. So if someone comes in and let's say they're in a situation where they've been, maybe they've been laid off and they want to go back to school and they don't know what they want to go back to school for, an assessment would be really good then because we can kind of identify what would be a good fit for them as far as like changing their career goes. And then also kind of identify what school programs would be available and what, what's actually like in demand kind of job. For like recent grads, do you have a program called the Youth Job Connection Program? And it is typically uh, only available to people who are like out of work, out of school, are underemployed, kind of in, in uh, those types of situations. But we do the work personality index and personality dimensions. So I mean, personality dimensions is going to help you identify like your own temperament, like how you might uh, react to certain situations. If you're inquisitive, you're organized, resourceful, and then so that's something that'll help you identify like communication with other people. So when you're come, kind of coming into a new work environment, knowing yourself and knowing how other people are going to react to certain situations yeah. would be good. Yeah. So that one might be good for kind of the new graduates. The strong interest inventory is one that we would do for someone who maybe already has an idea of the career that they're going into or they are already in the career, but they're not sure what direction they kind of specifically want to go to. So that assessment will examine their interests and then identify the direction that might be good for them to go based on their interests. 
I'd say the most popular one that we do is going to be the Myers-Briggs Type Indicator, or MBTI. And that one is the personality assessment. So it kind of breaks down into, um, are you an introvert? Are you an extrovert? Are you uh, sensing? Are you intuitive? Thinking or feeling, judging or perceiving? And then it determines there's 16 personality types and then breaks down for you all these different careers and when, why these careers would be a good fit for you or why they wouldn't be a good career fit for you. That's so interesting. We, we recently had to do something similar for, I don't know which test it was, but for our, our whole team. And it was just interesting to see the different dynamics and it actually makes you really in your mind, you're like, oh, like I learned so much about myself, first of all. Yeah, Namisha, what was that? I can't remember what the, the thing was, but I know. Were, you, like, you were strong in relationship building. Like I'm a, all relationship building. That's like everything. My top strengths were relationship building. But it was just interesting to see, first of all, you're learning so much about yourself and like now the things that you do at work make complete sense. Like I'm always trying to not put out fires, but if there's any kind of tension, I always try to ease that tension no matter what. But also learning about why, you know, your coworkers maybe are the way that they are with certain things, which was so eye-opening too. You're like, oh, they don't, it's not that they're trying to be this way. It's just that literally their personality type is like That's this. how they're wired. Yeah. Yeah. So that was like super interesting to see and, and just kind of made it a little bit, made you think twice before maybe jumping to a conclusion about something because you're just like, oh, I remember that this person was very much like this. So that's why they probably chose yeah, this like route. That's why their thought process goes to that route first. Whereas you're like, no, I'm thinking it from this side. I remember yeah. that too. It was so, yeah. so and we had to do an exercise where we all had to like put up a painting on a wall. Like if you were going to put up a painting on your wall. And we had to discuss it in a group how we would do it. And it was just so funny. Like, I was just like, oh, I just take a nail and a hammer and put up the painting. And my one coworker was like, I'd get a level, I'd measure it out. Like, I'd do this, I'd do that. I'd, I'm like, oh, I didn't realize there were so many steps to putting up a painting. Like, I literally would just hammer a nail in a wall <laughs> and hope it would work out. And I was like, well, I would put in a ticket and get someone to come. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like an FMS. Oh, to come FMS, out. yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's actually so funny. And yeah, I'm, for us, we like obviously because we do career services, the majority of the assessments that we actually administer ourselves are, are career based. But there are tons of them out there like that. We we've I've done re very recently actually about like change management and your different change like the different ways yeah. you react in a changing and same thing. We did it as a group, so it was very interesting to see how some of my coworkers re would react the same way I do, which was very very level-headed think things through like I, I like to have a plan in place whereas other people were a little bit more go with the flow and you can kind of see that in the way we all work together yeah we do assessments based on careers but there are assessments for all sorts of other different kind of soft skills and the way people react so they're very very helpful for that kind of self-awareness yeah and, and I, yeah it's so true like it's I think that it's important to know like for you, why you guys are so important is because just because you've graduated and you've like gotten your diploma degree, that doesn't mean you get all the answers at the end of the day. Like that's what I was expecting. Like I was expecting to walk down the aisle, get my, my degree and then be like, all right, now I know what I'm going to do with the rest of my life forever for two months, just kind of like twiddling my thumbs. Like I have no idea what I want to do or where I want to end up. So like coming to you guys would have been probably a good idea at that time because I just had no idea where I wanted to be. But that's why it's so great to know that there's resources for the for our students when they are done that if you are feeling lost and you just don't know what the next steps are that there's a whole you know set of people there waiting to help you and figure out what's next for you yeah namisha you and i had talked about that before. like life after graduation isn't always what you think 
and you think because you yeah. good grades and you got involved and you were active and made great connections and network in your program that I came out being like, why don't I have like 10? Yeah. Why, why don't like people, why aren't people lining up to hire me? Exactly. (laughs) When really I was like, I I went through this and I did great and I excelled, but I didn't have that dream job lined up right out of school. I mean, I did luckily get into what I would now call my dream job because I'm in it two weeks after. But at first I was like in April thinking I should have something lined up and ready to go before I'm even graduated. And that's just not always the case because it's not that easy and it's not to take away from how well you've done that year. But sometimes you have to do a little extra after graduation. I think that's so important considering we just had convocation for some of our students and they may be feeling, especially during this time, some, a lot of places aren't going to be hiring right now. And so what they can do, and that's what we've kind of been reaching out to say is work on yourself. Do something for you to prepare so that when you are ready or when jobs are opening up that you can go in and say, okay, I did this. I now know exactly my personality type, how I react to situations and can kind of speak to what you've done in that time off. Yeah. With with the HR field and stuff, we actually, we just did a um, little boot camp of workshops last week for the new grads. And if anyone wanted to like reach out to us about getting all the information that we gave out in those workshops definitely they can let me know but the whole idea is really just that support system right because job searching is hard it's it's not especially when you're looking for something very career specific mm-hmm. and it can be hard to when you're a new grad because you want to get into that field with you know maybe potentially having little to no experience working in that field so there are definitely tips and tricks that we can kind of help with to get your resume demonstrating exactly what you want it to demonstrate so it can be eye-catching to that employer plus all the different employment programs that we offer so it's just that support system really I want students to know that we're there to help them after they've graduated we did the new grad boot camp with career services so they're also available to students and I like what you mentioned about like kind of what did you do during all this COVID stuff because that's a big question that's going to start coming up in interviews like what did you do during While I participated in all of these uh, soft skill development workshops, I did this LinkedIn learning. I have these new certificates to show, things like that, rather than just saying, oh, well, you know, I watched Netflix the whole time. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I got really into documentaries. (laughs) Yeah, doing those, um, like, those professional and personal development workshops is going to go a lot, like, a lot farther for you than than just saying, yeah, I sat around and, and watched Tiger King. Which is so true because it's okay to someday sit around and watch Tiger King, but just make sure some days you're actually doing something to maybe better yourself professionally. Exactly. Um, That's what we kind of say to our students. It's like, we understand these are like tough times right now and every day is going to be different. But yeah, I think it's really important that they can understand that no employer is going to be like, oh, so you weren't employed in this time why like they're gonna why do you have a gap in your resume (laughs) yeah and that's (laughs) why but being able to speak to what they've done in that time really set them apart for sure along the way so that's awesome that you guys are also focusing in that way and you kind of did touch on it a little bit but why should someone take any of these assessments or one of them in particular whatever you feel I think well again with the self-awareness kind of situation um obviously like I I per, like for an example for myself like I'm, I'm working in kind of the field and industry that I want to be working in 
but I do, I do like being able to see those breakdowns every now and then get a little reminder for myself about what is my personality type? Why am I reacting the way I'm reacting in certain situations? That way I can communicate better with other people. So I'd say for that, it's, it's definitely good to just know those kind of things about yourself. That way you can be better working with others. If again, if a grad ends up in a situation where they've graduated a few years ago, they're having trouble finding work in the industry, or they decided that maybe the industry that they went into wasn't a great fit for them, or they're trying to break into a new industry, but they don't really know exactly where they want to go. Taking those assessments is a really good thing to do. Because again, it just kind of helps give you that direction. And then once you're a registered client with us, they'd be working with an employment advisor as well. So if they figure out a field that they want to get into, maybe that they don't even have to go back to school for, for example, we can actually kind of support them in that job search and then that career change and try and connect them with employers that would be willing to hire them with the transferable skills that they do have. Yeah, that is awesome. So in kind of you just saying that, I was going to ask some examples of the questions or outcomes of these assessments that you, you kind of touched on that. I mean, I can give you Myers-Briggs because I have it printed out right beside me. <laughs> Perfect. Well, just so that you know, because I feel like assessment is a bit of an intimidating word. And they're yeah. exactly like what, like, what do they have to prepare for before they go in for this assessment? Yeah. So you have to prepare nothing. You want to be going into a career assessment with nothing. You, you don't need to overthink about it. You, yeah, because you just want to be you. Like, it's, it's you just want to be you. you. Um, the best kind of test. <laughs> the, exactly. Exactly. The questions are designed. They're not even questions, really. There's some, there's some of the assessments are actually like statements. Do you prefer this over this? Do you right. prefer this over this? So they're very, very simple and it's very instinctual. Like what's the, what's your first, what's that gut instinct that you're going to go with? They don't, you don't need to think, overthink about them or anything like that. Cause it's really just that very quick what did you think in the moment? Very, very easy. And then the result is going to just kind of depend on what assessment you're doing. So like for colors or personality dimensions, you're going to get a color and you're going to get all the information through what that color means. For strong interest inventory, you're going to get a code. Um, there's, so there's six of them in the one section and your top three are going to be the top three interest kind of categories for yourself. And then for the Myers-Briggs, um, you're going to get, there's four letters. So it's like the introverted or extroverted, uh, sensing or intuition, thinking or feeling, and then judging or perceiving. So for me, my four letters are ISFJ. So I'm an introvert. Um, I'm more on the sensing than the intuition. I, I'm feeling over thinking. I'm, I'm judging over perceiving. So each assessment is going to give you kind of a different result, but you really don't need to do anything to prepare for the assessments. <laughs> it's very just kind of gut instinct on the answers. Very cool. And how long does it usually take? Like for, for someone wanting to do the Myers-Briggs, like how much time are they dedicating to this? Not very long. Again, because they're so instinct-based, like you, you really, you're really just answering those questions, answering those questions, answering those questions. So some of the assessments are going to have more questions than others. So it really just depends on what assessment you actually do, but it's not going to take you an overly long amount of time. Cause again, it's just a very quick response. Perfect. And then, and then obviously like afterwards, someone who goes over your results with you, right? So you're learning it. Like, so you're not like, here's your test, here's your results. Okay, see ya. You're, you're having someone go in depth with you and, and helping you through it, right? Yeah, so, so the assessments are always done online. So even before COVID, you would actually just get a link to do the assessment yourself from home. And then once, you once it's finished, the results just go back to the employment advisor. Then the employment advisor actually would go over those results with you. Nice. Mm -hmm.
it's just very interesting to learn about yourself and see how that can impact. Like you wouldn't think that that's something that would impact your career, but it totally does. So it's just really interesting. And so it's great that it's out there for our graduates to um, access and learn a little bit more about themselves and learn about where, you know, the right fit is for them. It is definitely interesting when you, when you said kind of like, thinking about like why something works or doesn't work for you based on those things. I have done an assessment in the past about um, resilience. I think actually there's definitely assessments on Beacon. um, Yes. Okay. So Beacon. So I've done, I did the assessments on Beacon and stuff like that as well, which were fantastic too, because it really showed me kind of exactly what areas as a student I was struggling. And it was so, so incredibly accurate, actually talking about like how social you are and, and how resilient you are. And I was, I remember, I remember um, looking at theories of career development and there was one theory of career development that talks about resilience in the workplace and, and how well you react to stressful situations. I have very low resilience. (laughs) I do not react well to high stress situations. And I remember doing that beacon assessment and it told me exactly that. It said, Madison, you have very low resilience. (laughs) And I was like, wow, it's really, it's like, it's just impressive when you, when it's kind of something you know about yourself. Yeah. Assessment and it just confirms the things that you're already self aware of. And then the assessments help as well, because a lot of the time they give you kind of direction on how you could improve, what you, what you could do, what kind of supports are there um, to help help you improve on some of those things. But it is very interesting to see them kind of spell out exactly the things that you already kind of feel like you know yeah, about your Yeah, which I think that's, is also the important part too, in that, yeah, you may know exactly, you could be the most self-aware person and understand that you know exactly what results are going to spit out from taking these assessments. But it is the advice afterwards and those recommendations are things that you might not have thought of and avenues that you didn't think to go in improving yourself. So it's kind of the entire process as a whole. It's not just, yeah, I know my personality. I don't need to take that. It's you need to take in the results and understanding those results, not how you might think of them either. You take the information from the assessment and then it's like helps you kind of come up with a game plan how to improve or, or what to change if something needs to change or what to do next whatever it is yeah so we talked about how you do feel like that's coming up in interview questions and, and what did you do in your time off where else can people kind of leverage themselves use this information that they've learned from an assessment to leverage themselves Career-wise, like let's say you're you're already potentially in the career that you want to be in, or you're graduating and you're you're kind of you got your foot in the door and stuff like that, and you take assessments that help you identify certain soft skills that you you have or certain interests that you have, and maybe you need to increase your knowledge in certain areas. I find that assessments can also help you with figuring out what kind of professional development you need to do next. Because sometimes you may not know, sometimes you may feel like for me, for example, I never would have questioned my communication skills. I would have been like, yeah, I'm a great communicator. But at the same time, I score a little bit low on certain types of communication skills. So now I know that I need, I really need to kind of up my professional development and take more communication skill building courses which I do. And again, I know for students, like they have access to LinkedIn learning, they have access to us and career services. So there's lots of different places that they can go to kind of gather those soft skills. But I think for new grads specifically, if they were to do assessments and kind of help them to determine where they need to improve themselves a little bit more, which makes them even more employable. And 
with that, how can they book? So you're a graduate, you are either on the job hunt or in between your job maybe isn't starting yet because everything's going on. How do they go about booking one of these assessments? So right now, obviously, we're not in the office, so they can't really walk into our, our office downtown <laughs> St. Catharines right now. But we are doing virtual appointments. So if they did, are they if they were interested in doing an assessment or even just talking to an employment advisor about job searching in general, they can call or text us. We do have a cell phone number that's 905-932-1849. And then we also have an email address. So that's just ces at niagaracollege.ca. And then for workshops and things like that, they can actually just go right on our website and register online. Perfect. And just so for when you guys do get to be in person anymore, where are you guys located? Because it's not on campus, obviously, it's right? not so. on campus. No, it is off campus because uh, so we do like obviously services for graduates, but we also just do any any community member that's looking for work. So we are downtown St. Catharines, uh, 43 Church Street. Awesome. So don't go yet, though, because they're not not open. But we might have news open. about that soon, um, but for right now, yes, we, we don't have doors open just yet. Well, fingers crossed. I know that it changes every day, and so I think it's, I always say when the students understand and see, like, we're all working from home too, and it puts them a bit at ease, and that, like, they're not getting behind, they're not going to be at any sort of disadvantage than anyone else, because it is a global pandemic, and people are doing the best they can. And yeah, so take this time to work on yourself and thank you so much for kind of shining light on the assessment piece and what that looks like and how our new graduates who just finished convocation and we're so proud of all of our new NC alumni that they can reach out to you guys. And mm -hmm. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks, great. Okay, thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Bye.